Finding order in chaos. Day nineteen. God's project of hope. At this stage of the retreat, it is important to reiterate that, though God has a plan for each of us, He never forces it on us. Instead, He has given us freedom of choice. God never wants us to be His puppets. Rather, he wishes us to choose him freely, abide in, and journey with him. Very often, there is really no right or wrong choice. In fact, God never evaluates our every decision, as a teacher would assess a student's test, conferring penalties according to the mistakes. In truth. God desires us to make choices according to His holy will, because He wants the best for us. He knows what is best for us. If we strive to choose God and His will in our lives, we will bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness. And self-control. By examining whether or not we are bearing these fruits, we can evaluate if we are abiding in Christ and living in the Spirit. Jesus explains in the Gospel of John, chapter fifteen, verse five. I am the vine; you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. If we fail to cooperate with God's will, that is, being neglectful of life's choices, we become detached from the mystical body of Christ. Not only will we be denied of the nourishment from the Holy Spirit, but will also face the consequences of what Jesus described in the Gospel of John, chapter fifteen. Verse six: Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Indeed, if we do not abide in the vine, we cannot bear fruit by our own power. If we do not live in God, we can accomplish nothing. Subsequently. Our enemy can easily take advantage of the situation to gather us and toss us into the fire to be burned. Some of us may think, "I am really terrible and am beyond help. Since I can't possibly fulfill what God has asked of me, why should I keep pressing forward, wasting time and energy?" Rest assured. We must understand that God never demands perfection from us, as it is impossible to be perfect by our human strength. God only desires us to follow the path of holiness, that is, to choose Him in every detail in our daily life, and become His faithful vessels of love. In this way, He will be able to accomplish. What Jesus Christ described as the greater works through all of His children in this world, bringing forth His kingdom on earth.
preparing the way for our Lord Jesus and leading more sisters and brothers home to the Father's house. Therefore, God's plan for each of us is not to cause us pain and suffering, but is a plan of love and hope for you, for me, and all humanity. In the book of the prophet Jeremiah, God said, For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Each one of us is part of God's salvific plan. It is God's intention to save us since we are His children. And at the same time, God has also invited us to be collaborators in His salvific plan. Each one of us plays a unique role in His plan and can make unique contributions. Everyone is indispensable. Fortunately, we never have to confront our personal problems alone, nor participate in the work of salvation without support. In fact, we are different parts in the body of Christ, and through the inspirations and empowerment of the Holy Spirit, as well as the graces bestowed by God the Father, we can march forward together with confidence. Therefore, when we feel discouraged and deflated, such is the opportune time for us to come before God, seek refuge in our Father's embrace, and cry out to Him for help. God has promised us that if we seek Him with all our hearts, He will answer our prayers. In the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 29, verses 12 to 13, God our Father said, Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me, if you seek me with all your heart. Do you believe that you are an important part in God's salvific plan? With what attitude and actions are you responding to this invitation? Consider the connections among the following, the duties of the moment, the greater works described by Jesus, 
and God's salvific plan. How do they relate to each other? When you feel discouraged and deflated, what would you do? Would you run towards our Father in heaven and cry for help? My dearest Papa in heaven, I have never thought that not only am I precious, but also of great importance in your eyes. I am only dust. What am I that you are mindful of me? Thank you for helping me understand that each day of my life and every small decision of mine are intimately connected to your great salvific work. Teach me to cherish each of these opportunities to choose you, knowing that the choices I make now and the small duties I perform will be transformed by you to become part of your great master plan. Let me not miss a single opportunity to glorify you. For this I pray in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.